Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. Glad that you joined us uh, today from across the world. We are in over 20 countries now. And, oh gosh, maybe about half of the United States as far as representation. And that's great. The podcast is growing. It's all about interesting people and interesting conversations. We have a friend and not my colleague. She's a colleague of my other great friend, J.R. Baker. This is Connie Baker. And she is a licensed professional counselor master's degree and also I'm sure certifications for things and has a private practice. She has also been uh, in the past a university instructor, seminar speaker, published writer, and a trauma recovery specialist. Wow. (laughs) That's right. How about putting that on your on your business card? A trauma recovery specialist. Connie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Very, very great to be here, Craig. We are going to talk about a subject that I in all the years I've worked in television ministries, television networks, faith-based media, has never ever been considered that I can think of until uh, I was able to uh, get a hold of your book and to talk with you a little bit more uh, re- about religious abuse. Oh yeah. my goodness! What? Uh, first of all, describe in a nutshell what religious abuse uh, incorporates. What? What is it? Yes, boy, that's a, that's an important first question. Because, Craig, it's not out there yet. Culturally, socially, um, within our society, we don't have words for this thing yet. So I appreciate you asking me to define it right off the bat. And religious or spiritual abuse, I use those terms interchangeably, um, they, what what that is, it, it follows the same line as any other type of abuse. It is where one person or an institution has more power than another individual and uses that power, usually leveraging the ideas of God or religion, um, to hurt or exploit, control, manipulate, weaken, silence another person. It, it is using that power, someone who has more power, to do damage or control another person with that power. In religious abuse, it's specifically leveraging the idea of God. Well, that sounds like a, a dangerous road to be going down, yes. and I'm sure that this has gone on for millennia. Millennia. It's, it didn't just uh, show up and rear its ugly head last Tuesday. No, it did not. <laughs> it's been going on probably since the Old Testament. At and, least. And then one could also go off on, on a side shoot, a side uh, trail, that the pagan religions as oh. well over, over uh, across our globe over many thousands of years have had the same type of abuse with their right. form of a deity or or deities. Yes. And you you have to fall in line. Is that about right? Exactly. Well, people, we tend to want power and control over other people, unfortunately, a lot of times. And so that has been leveraged, I think, since the dawn of time to leverage God. And yeah, I don't think it's unique to uh, Christianity or evangelicalism, even though that is my background. Um, you're correct. I think it's been around here for a long, long time. 
You know, I want to make sure at the very outset to our audience, uh, whether you're listening or you've shared uh, or going to be sharing this podcast, this conversation about religious abuse is not meant to be just a slam on uh, institutions and such. It's meant to give insight and recovery to those who uh, have been at the hands of religious, religious abuse, male, female, and children, mm-hmm. uh, where, wherever uh, yeah. your stage of life is at. So going in, uh, as we explain and, and talk to Connie to learn more over the next few minutes, it's it's not a slam on these. I think we can we can learn from that, yeah. Yes, and I would take that even a step further, Craig. I would say my heart behind behind the book that I've written and the speaking I'm doing on this topic, my heart is actually for spiritually healthy communities, spiritually healthy. Uh, Sounds like the New Testament to me. Something like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, and you know, I know that my book and how I speak out against the abuses within the church often is going to be misconstrued as me trying, possibly trying to damage the church or speak ill of it or damage God's reputation, which I think is actually kind of funny. Like if he's that small, I'm, <laughs> I think God can take care of himself. But the issue is... I want to see health and vitality and free freedom and breathing room and and good things in a, in a in a Christian spiritual community or actually any religious community, you know, but I want to see health in those things. We are talking to trauma recovery specialist Connie A. Baker in the podcast, and we will be back in 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. We're back talking to Connie A. Baker. You can find her at ConnieABaker.com. Having a a good but uh, clarifying conversation. I don't think I've used that word in 10 years. Clarifying (laughs) conversation about religious abuse. What is it and what does it entail? And in in a moment, we're going to talk about how do you recover from it? Mm. How did you have the the germ, the genesis Mm. of wanting to cover uh, this subject and this dynamic? I always say that if you want to look at, if you ever want to know the personal history of a therapist, look at what they're specializing in. (laughs) Because, I mean, and that's not, of course, true across the board, but boy, it holds a lot of the time. And... Um, part of my story has to do with pretty significant religious abuse. I was, uh, is it okay to kind of tell my story sure. at this point? Yes, please. Yeah, because that's very much a part of my passion and my heart. Um, when I was 19 years old, I, uh, I was in Bible school and I started attending a church there that I just adored. I gave my heart and my soul and my blood for that place. And at the very beginning of my time there, I met one of the pastors who was uh, my father's about my father's age and um, married children and was just really took an interest in me. And I was heading overseas onto the mission field and he kind of took me under his wing and uh, mentored me. He became a dear friend. 
Um, well, six years later, he started making sexual advances toward me. And, and he ended up uh, sexually abusing me for around nine months. How old were you at this time? I was then 25. So I was, and I now look back and see that it was grooming taking place through those years. And um, so that was really difficult. But Craig, I always say that was only a quarter of the damage done. Three quarters to me of the damage done to my soul, my spirit, was I came back uh, to the church leadership and they blamed me. And then they had me get up in front of the church and confess my sin two times in two services and then told me it was time for me to leave the church. And this is this was my whole social community. This was my whole everything. This was my life. That church was everything. And so this I... This must have been devastating. It was beyond. It was, uh, what kind of word? Shattering. <laughs> devastating. Um, yes, it was. It really destroyed me for a while, honestly, spiritually. Um, after that, I was suicidal. I was going through horrible depression. I was going through panic attacks to the point I passed out one time. Um, and just really severe, now I understand them to be traumatic responses to what I had gone through. And, um, and, the, and the level of trauma and devastation that I'd been through on several levels. And so, yeah, it took me about, nobody, it took me about 10 years. No one was talking about, I finally figured out about three or four years in that this was sexual abuse. What, that had happened to me, but I had no framework, no nothing to wrap my head around what had happened within that church and what the leadership had done uh, in response to, to the sexual abuse. So <clears throat> that, it took me a long time to do some major sorting and figure out I was gonna actually make it through. <laughs> it was, it was, it was um, shattering, yeah. Wow. And then how long ago, by the way, let, let's make sure that people can find you and sure. find this book, which is relatively new. I think it's only a few years old. Uh, no, it's just since June. This oh. is months Hello, old. This is, mm -hmm. oh, I'm holding it in my hands and my hands are burning because it's, it's so hot out of the <laughs> oven. Oh, I'm going to need uh, um, a, tra a trauma recovery specialist. That's because. right, you will. I'm, I'm quite sure, sure <laughs> of that. It's called Traumatized by Religious Abuse. Good catchy phrase, Traumatized by Religious Abuse. And it's by Connie Baker. You can find Connie at ConnieBaker.com. Connie A. Baker. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Got to put that little initial in there. I thought there. it was ConnieBaker.com. No, it's Connie, Connie A. a. Baker. Mm -hmm. There must be another Connie Baker out there. there well, yes. Or you wanted to make it specific. I did. And they wanted to charge me for Connie Baker, too. So. Ah, you know. That's abuse right there. <laughs> there it is. That's right, guys at GoDaddy. <laughs> Sorry. I love you, GoDaddy. You're doing good for me. Don't hey, they figured that. out how to make money. That's I say right. let them. Connie, yeah. ConnieABaker.com. And if the Connie is spelled C O. N-N-I-E, which is how it is probably spelled 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. ConnieAbaker.com. You will find resources there, ways probably to follow uh, Connie and uh, schedules and other uh, things. Facebook well. page. Oh, hey. A Facebook page, Connie A. Baker. Um, and also, I have a, a Facebook group of about 430, right now, I think it's around 430 survivors, uh, religious abuse survivors, called Overcoming Religious Abuse Community. And I'd welcome anybody who wants to be a part of that. And I would think you are probably going to hear from somebody very soon after this podcast yeah. airs. Now, our podcast is primarily about four subjects that have a confluence and interweaving, so to speak, 
and it's uh, media, culture, faith, and the church. And whenever mm-hmm. I talk to someone, it doesn't necessarily have to be about media. It could be about modern-day culture. It could be uh, the dynamics of faith uh, near or far or inside cultures and the church, which also means ministries as well and should mean ministries. But as uh, Connie and I were getting ready to have this conversation, uh, she said, well, what would what tact, what aim should do you want me, Connie, to, to take? And I said, well, of me, Craig Forrest, that's worked for Christian ne- uh, TV networks and ministries and, and such. Is there an aspect of media that is the conduit, the carrier, the communications portal that continues that abuse, television, social media today, because uh, you could shame you can shame people on a Facebook post <laughs> any uh, way you want. The, you the, could, the, 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 yes, the yeah. the conduits are endless, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. A radio. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to shame anybody on a podcast. That's not going to 100. That's not going to happen on this podcast. But pick 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 up that thread uh, mm-hmm. of a thought. Uh, how does media fundraising appeals and, mm. and if you call me right now and you need to be part of what we're doing and also the pointing of fingers yeah. at other parts of society or other parts. We recently had uh, a, a, a squabble between women ministries yeah. that is uh, women ministers mm-hmm. that's just come up be, between a prominent, prominent conservative uh, pastor and a very well-known lady, Beth Moore. Uh, and now there's squabbles about that. Yeah. So pick up that thread about how media sometimes, uh, oftentimes, becomes the communications device yes. to perpetuate that uh, religious abuse. Well, that's a really, it's a very good and a very broad question. You know, when we often think of religious abuse, we think of it, uh, those of us who work in this arena, Think of it in terms of, uh, you know, within a church congregation or some nonprofit organization or a small group or even a family. The contexts are numerous. And we often visualize it being human to human in space contact, you know, rather than online or through through the airwaves. And um and I love this angle, Craig, because first of all, you know me to around 1,001 times better than I ever will. And, um, but what I do know is what you just said, it can come through uh, the messages of religious abuse and the power plays and the manipulation and the coercion and the silencing and all those things. And shaming. The shaming, the guilting, the shaming. All of those can come through social media, online presence, and you, as you already said, radio, television. Are we missing anything? I don't know. The whole. Oh well, you could do texting. You texting. Could, yeah, once somebody has your phone. Totally. You... FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. You you can do all of it because the essence of religious abuse is that power over that 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 having power over someone else leveraging God or religious ideas. So under that context, I think all of us listening to this are probably going, oh, check, check. I've heard it here. I've heard it there, you know. And they probably didn't recognize that at the time. No, no. And a lot of times that is what is so insidious. There was a book written around the uh, 1990. It was the first one I know of on this topic. 
And I love it just for the title. It was called The Subtle Power of Spiritual Abuse. And it's a very Christian book. It's uh, written from a very Christian angle. Um, and it, uh, as opposed to mine, that mine is a little bit more therapeutic, even though I definitely am a believer, I, 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 my book takes it from a therapeutic, more trauma lens. This book takes it from a very Christian angle, and it, the, the title itself, The Subtle Power. Oh my goodness, The Subtle Power of Spiritual Abuse. So there's subtleties involved with anybody who's manipulating or power playing. Um, we often think of an abuser if we say, oh, that person, that pastor was abusive or that, that radio personality was abusive. We kind of tend to see this mean, scrunched up face and this angry scowl. And that is not how it often presents. It often presents in charm and persuasion and a charismatic likable personality that people follow and gravitate to. That's the to. outside view. Yes, the outside view is what they lead with. And so there's subtlety around how this can get out in the media. There's subtlety about how, how they will speak about money. There's subtlety about how they will speak about guilt and shame. There's subtlety about, um, sometimes not subtlety, about what they should be doing politically. <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of things in the mix here that are used to control for the benefit of the controller. Wonderful conversation with Connie A. Baker talking about religious abuse in many forms and many dynamics, uh, including media. And we hope that you will join us for the next conversation, the next episode, as we uh, continue our talk with Connie. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.